This is the Ketzer of the first Sicha of Parshas Baloischa, Chelek of Gimel, on page 62. The Rebbe begins with the Pasik in this week's Parsha, Vayidaber Hashem HaMoshe B'Midba Sinai, Bashorno HaShenis, Letzeisa Me'eretz Mitzrayim, Vachoydesh Arishen Leymar. So this is obviously a Pasik which is speaking about the Ebeshter commanding the Mitzvah Korban Pesach, when, as it says, Vachoydesh Arishen, Vachoydesh Nissen. So Rashi here on Bachaydish Arishin explains Parsha Shabiraisha Sefer Loinemra Adir. The Parsha in the beginning of Sefer Bamidbar that speaks about the Yidden being counted, that was only said until ear. From here we learn that stories in the Taira are not written in their chronological order. The question is why does Rashi have to point this out here? This idea that the Taira is not written in order, Rashi points out already in Parshas Bereshis, and many times before. And even right here, regarding the order of Chumash Bamidbar, we have already the Karbanas of the Nesim, and the, and the Parsha where it says about the Tmeim being sent out of the Machna, which also happened before the Eden being counted that's brought in the beginning of Chumash Bamidbar. And there Rashi doesn't even point it out, that it's out of order. So why here does Rashi find it necessary to say that now we learn that Eimokta Momocha Betayra? So the explanation for this is, here Rashi adds a word. Usually, when things in the Torah are out of order, the reason is because Torah is not a divrei ayamim, it's not a history book, and therefore Torah tells you things the way they are relevant for the message for us. But over here, the Torah itself specifically gives you dates, both in the beginning of the Chumash, where it says that it's B'chaydash HaShaini, and over here when it says that it's B'chaydash HaRishain. So the Torah tells you that the dates are important to know. At the same time, the Torah writes it out of order. That's why Rashi is, is Machadish, that here, even though the Torah is telling you the time, there's a say there, nevertheless, a muktam amocha b'tayra. And then Rashi goes on to explain, So why didn't the Torah open with this story? Because it's an embarrassing story for Yidin. Forty years, Yidin being in the Midbar, they only brought the carbon Pesach once. So what's Rashi coming to clarify here? If in fact there's no order in the Torah, so why does Rashi have to give any explanation for why it's written out of order? So simply, the explanation here is because true, things in Torah are written out of order, but there has to be a reason. In the Sifri, it says, right here when the Torah gives dates and still writes it out of order, this itself is the source that teaches me this idea of but Rashi just writes Lalamid. We understand from here that there's no order in Taita. But there has to be a reason for this. And that's why Rashi is addressing it. But the phrasing of the question in Rashi, Lama Loi Posach points to the fact that Rashi actually is asking that this parsha here about Karvim Pesach and Pesach Sheni would be the most appropriate parsha to begin Chumash Bamidba with. Rashi doesn't just simply say, Lama Shina Haseder, why are we changing the order? Or Lama Pasach B'Pasha Shebereisha Sefer, why do we begin with the Pasha about the counting? Rashi emphasizes Lama Loi Pasach. There's a reason to open Chumash Bamidbar Dafke with this Pasha. What is that reason? Another question that all the Mepharshim struggle with is what Rashi here says, and the Gemara says this, that this is the embarrassing thing for Yidin that they only brought one carbon Pesach for 40 years. How is that embarrassing? Rashi already says earlier in Parshas Boy, Tola Kosov Mitzvah Zubi Biyosam Loretz. The whole mitzvah of Karvim Pesach is only when they enter in Teret Yisrael. And this one time they brought it was an exception. So how is it embarrassing for you that they did not bring the Karvim Pesach? 
And the answer that Teisvis and Mepharshim say, that what's embarrassing here is the fact that you didn't remain in the Midbar for 40 years, which is a result of the Chet HaMeraglim, that's very difficult to accept, because in this parasha, it doesn't say a word about Chet HaMeraglim. It's just speaking about the Karpen Pesach that they brought now. And also, if the point is the fact that they were in the Midbar for 40 years and they couldn't fulfill the mitzvahs, they, they would do if they would enter in Eretz Yisrael quicker, that's not unique regarding Karpen Pesach, that's regarding all mitzvahs, Hatlu Yisbaretz. So what is the Gnos of Yidin here in this parasha? So to understand this Rashi, so again, looking at the phraseology of Rashi's words, Pasach Rashi is saying that there's a reason why the Torah has to begin with this parasha. What is that reason? If this parasha, in fact, is Gnus and Shal Yisrael, so then why should we begin the Chumash with this story? We already know from before, from Breshis, or actually even more, from Shmois and Vayikra, and Bamidbar, where Rashi says that all these Chumashim begin with love of Yidin. Shmais, Rashi says, Ladiya Chibasa. Vayikra is also Kodma Kriya, Lashen Chiba. Vaydabe Bamidbar Sinai, Rashi says, Mainais and Kosha, which is Bintai Chibasan. So we already know that the Torah opens with the subject, which is about the love of Yidin. So why is Rashi here saying, Lomalai Pasach Bazu? That there would be a reason to open Chumash Bamidbar with the story of Pesach and Pesach Sheni, if in fact this is something which is Gnus and Yisrael. So we must say that in, in actuality, in this story of Pesach and Pesach Sheni, there's a tremendous chibah of Yidin expressed here. And Dafke, this is what the Torah should have opened with. And the reason is very simple. Because right here you see how the Eibishter gave a special mitzvah for Yidin, even though it was supposed to be at a later time period, only when they entered into Eretz Yisrael. And Yidin grabbed it and fulfilled it. Not only did they fulfill it, they demanded. They said, Lomani Gara. And they all fulfilled it. This would be the perfect thing to open Chomish Bamidbar with. Even though it opens with a story about Yidin being counted, which also expresses the love of Yidin, but that's not something novel. We have that already in the beginning of Chomish Shmais, where it talks about the Yidin being counted. This, though, would be a new idea. And in fact, by bringing this the, at the beginning of Chomish Bamidbar, so then Chomish Shmais would express the love of Yidin that are counted, for who they are, their love and their very entity. Then, Chomish Vayikra is the love for Yidin when the Ebishter gives a mitzvah, when he calls out to Moshe Rabbeinu, inviting him to hear the mitzvah with love. And then Chomish Bamidbar would be even more so how the Yidin fulfilled the mitzvah, they got a special mitzvah of Hashem, and they fulfilled it. And even furthermore, they demanded Lamanigada because of such an excitement about this mitzvah. So this is the most beautiful story to begin Chomish Bamidbar with. That's the question of Rashi, Lom Alei Pasach and how she answers, because that while this story has a beautiful point about the Chiba of Yidin, but nevertheless, there is something that's embarrassing or negative about Yidin that's here in the story. And what is that? Because true, Rashi tells us that this is a mitzvah that Yidin could only fulfill when they enter into Eretz Yisrael. But there's a fundamental difference between this and other mitzvahs that you could only do when you enter into Eretz Yisrael. Other mitzvahs don't relate at all to this time period in the Midbar. It's because it grows in the land, or it's related to Eretz Yisrael specifically. It's not possible to do it now. Pesach, though, is a mitzvah that does relate to this time period that they're in the Midbar. To bring a Pesach, to commemorate Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim. The Eibish just said that they should wait until they come to Eretz Yisrael. But if the Yidin would have demanded Lomani Gora, similar to what they demanded and succeeded in getting the mitzvah of Pesach Sheni, and they would have demanded that they want to bring the mitzvah here, the, the Pesach that is here in the Midbar, the Ebishter would have given them the ability to bring the Pesach here in the Midbar. So if so, the Gnus of Yidin here is, why did they not demand this for 40 years? 
knowing that this is really a mitzvah that's not essentially connected dafka to Yisrael, and they could demand it even now. That's the gnus of Yidin that comes out here, that the Chumash does not begin with this story. But here, though, there's a very powerful thing that comes out from this, because Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron Akayim were there together with the Yidin, and even they did not demand this. And if they would have demanded it, they would have definitely succeeded with their demand to have Yidin bring the carbon in the Midbar. The reason is because Araya Yisrael is always looking out for the good of Yidin. And if Moshe Rabbeinu would demand that Yidin should bring the carbon Pesach, and the Abishu would have granted his wish, it would reflect negatively upon the Yidin that they were not excited and they did not demand this. As long as Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't demand this, the, this negativity of Yidin is not so highlighted because you can excuse it and say that Yidin didn't realize that they could demand this. True, a carbon Pesach Shani. Was, was accomplished when there was an obligation to bring the Pesach Rishan. But to demand to bring a carbon Pesach in a time where there's no obligation, the Eden could say, we didn't know we could demand this. But if Moshe and Anna would demand this and would succeed, this would highlight the, the embarrassment of Eden even more. And that's why even Moshe and Anna did not demand this. In this Rashi, we could also learn something out regarding how this is specifically related to Pesach Shani. Because Pesach Sheini is referring to a person which is a Tomila Nefesh, a person who went off the straight path, Derech Hayosha, and therefore he's a person that has to do Tshuva. And the way he does Tshuva is he demands Lomani God and David gives him a chance to bring a Pesach Sheini. So that's exactly the point of a parsha in the Torah that's written Shulei al Both this mitzvah is not fulfilled in the, in the regular time, it's fulfilled a month later in Yudal Ir. The command of Hashem does not come in the ordinary fashion like other mitzvahs. Hashem gives Yidin this mitzvah after they demand it. So this is a unique mitzvah that comes sort of out of the Seder. That's why Pesach Sheni, this parasha, is the source for this idea of Ein Seder Muktam Amocha B'Tayra. And this is the time period Yidin were in now, in the midbar for these 40 years. And that's the Genos that Yidin should have done Shuva and demanded that they want to go into Eretz Yisrael or they want to have the ability to bring the carbon Pesach. That's the Saveda of Tshuva B'Shayit HaChadah that Yidin had the opportunity here for. From this, we learn out how powerful the request and the demand of Lomani Gora is, that Eden could have accomplished this even being in the Midbar for 40 years. And from this, we take the eternal lesson for all time periods regarding Davening Bachlal, and especially regarding demanding the Gula Mitis Vashlema, that it should come in Yadei Negolim. And as we say in Davening three times a day, and we conclude all of our Shmei Nesres with Yihiratzen, Shihibane Beis Hamikdash, Bemeheira Viyameinu, Mehid Bikipshutai, Bemeheira Viyameinu Mamash.